What's going on, everybody? It's Kai Phoenix, and I'd love to welcome you to the very first installment of Phoenix Photos Masterclass, the photography version. Um, I graduated Shaw Academy recently, and I'm able to now pass on that value um, that has helped me so much in my professional life to others like yourself. And so this first this first little free course and the next free course, these are going to be introductions. This one is not going to be very technical. The next one, however, will be. Okay? I hope you all enjoy this. Um, it's Kai Phoenix and Snap Away. What's going on, everybody? It's Kai Phoenix, and today, oh, today, we're going to have a good time. I uh, first want to go ahead and talk to you a little bit about, about me. Kind of old school, as you can see, I'm working from two different notebooks here, and that's just how, uh, how I like to keep things up. Anyways, <clears throat> my name is Kai Phoenix. Um, I am an average dude just like you. Okay, I have been taking pictures amateurly for the the long part of my life due to uh, owning a cell phone, um, which through time has evolved and really become such a main source of art and exploration for people um, just because of the technology and capability to the point where it's even phased out some camera resources, right? So I am a Shaw Academy graduate, all right? And what that means is that I have been involved with the Shaw Academy to the point of uh, graduating in the top 10 percentile um, and being able to then immediately hand down this class and disperse the certification for myself. Um, and that is kind of how the Shaw Academy works and it's kind of a nice artistic way to display the dissension of knowledge of this art form um, because it is extremely technical. <laughs> and it's crazy because you'll find the more that you get into photography or video, film, whatever, um, you're going to be like, wow, I want to create that effect. And then you're going to have to figure out how to create that effect. And then even after you have the, the mental knowledge of how to create that effect, you're going to have to apply it physically, okay? And when all these stars align, as you know, magic is created um so what what i'm going to do throughout this course is this will be completely entry level um this is the first time that i've done this um done this full rotation okay and so i'm starting all the way from the bottom and i want to be completely transparent with you guys the whole entire time i'm not some guru advanced photographer that's been taking photos and knows everything about cameras okay um about two years ago i reconnected with photography and really learned what it was and what it had been and at that point in time 
I enrolled in the Shaw Academy um, and I took the film and the photo uh, pro diploma classes and so upon graduation they told me of how well I had done um, and I thought that it would be an awesome opportunity to give back as many ways as I possibly can um, especially with photography because one thing you gotta learn as a photographer is like your competition is definitely competition but you wanna inspire creativity in everybody because art imitates life and if you don't experience anything great you really won't be able to create anything great so if you're the only person creating greatness it won't last very long so let's dive right into it okay so I kinda told you guys a little bit about my story but um, basically when I had met my wife she was really in, into YouTube still is you know we both are and she I started seeing how you could make money online and she wanted a DSLR camera was very specific about the one that she wanted and it just so happened to be the the uh, P3i at that time um, and I knew nothing about it you know I get her the camera so I get her the camera after some time and um, I just start playing with it because I'm like damn this is an expensive as camera like I got I've been taking pictures on my phone that I feel like look like the same right and I start taking pictures with it and I start really delving into the DSLR and into the modes and and what what my main thing is is film um, I got into filming immediately super strong um, and I still am right now and it just keeps growing and it, it keeps evolving and so you know even throughout your journey the more that you give back and teach the material that you've learned the more that you'll eternalize internalize that material and learn it and become a master of your craft um, so currently I am the official owner of rare breed clothing line that's RBC 303 which is a direct turn from uh, my life in photography because I notice that I live in a lot of beautiful places. I'm around a lot of beautiful places and so I take my camera everywhere. I take pictures everywhere I go and whether it's street art or an amazing view, sunset, sunrise, um, I put that on clothing using Printful and D2G services and I sell that online. Um, I have my own store and uh, I'm actually really proud of it. I, I took the um, basically the style of Tom's that did the buy one shoe and the donate one. I do the same thing with the garments except I don't send them to Africa um, with every single purchase that somebody makes at rbc303.com. You're going to donate two to seven dollars to local and national charities like Bullyproofing, Youth on Record, Heaven's Hands, ASPCA, Salvation Army. Um, those are the ones we got this year. We're going to rotate through them next year but it's a way that you can give to yourself. It's a way that you can give to the people around you and the people who who need a little bit more too because I feel like especially in the holiday season people would give a lot more if they were able to right um, and so being as though I'm willing to recognize the sacrifice rbc303.com check it out rare breed clothing it's actually super dope <laughs> so let's get right into it okay so you get into photography you're like okay whether you're 
a dude that is fresh in or out of high school, you know, younger maybe, whether you're an adult that's getting back into it or whether you're a seasoned veteran that might be more experienced than me. Um, Got to start at the beginning. Let's break it all the way down. So what when you go to Best Buy or where you go to your camera store, wherever you're most easily exposed to photography, what do you see? What are the types of cameras you see, okay? Um, and, oh, I'm sorry. I almost forgot. Just because me sitting up here would be completely pointless, um, I will be having these awesome slides that have been provided to me directly from the Shaw Academy. And if you are like the slides, if you think that they would help you out, if you would like more time with them, that's great because I can provide them to you for absolutely free. All you have to do is go to rbc303.com. You look for the tab that says Phoenix Photo. And then there you'll be able to sign up to be a part of the, the Phoenix Photo family. And you'll receive each one of these lessons um, directly to you. And along with that will be things like the slide project. Um, I also do a film course, okay? And it'll be all the extra tools and things that I talk about during the course, all right? We also have some awesome freebies, freebies and some awesome discounts on some of the gear that I will show to you and um, kind of produce throughout the course, okay? So let's roll those slides, huh? Yeah. Okay, so what do all these cameras look like? Okay, so you've got a compact camera, all right? So a compact camera is going to be your typical tourist camera. Now, there's a twist because the heightened technology in the photography industry has allowed these compact cameras to sometimes supersede the abilities of a quote-unquote professional camera. Now, mind you, no matter what camera you have, no matter what camera you have, this is very important, the user is the person that constitutes the quality of the photo. Always. It doesn't matter. I, I, when I first started, I got really caught up on being able to ha have the right equipment, right? Um, and I got stuck with a shitty Nikon that didn't do autofocus in film mode, okay? Um, and that's all I had, and that's all I could afford. And um, I made it work. And that ended up being when I made my turning point in photography to be like, yo, it's time to get busy. All right, welcome back, y'all. Um, once again... Uh, as a Shaw Academy graduate, I just want to say thank you to the Shaw Academy for providing this unique experience to not only master the art form and profession that I take part in, but disperse it amongst a network of like-minded individuals, which truly heightens the whole entire art form. So thanks to the Shaw Academy, and if you guys are interested, go ahead and continue on with these courses. And at the end of them, you'll take your quiz and you'll, too, be a certified Shaw Academy graduate, which is actually really well recognized throughout the United States for any type of professional photography that you may be doing. Cool. So back into it. So we just talked about com compact, um, compact cameras, and these cameras can go from super, super cheap 
to super, super expensive. Yeah. Um, but what you're going to miss out on with the compact camera is choices and, and control, right? Because it's going to have a certain set type of thing and that's all you're going to be able to do. And it might be super vibrant and it might look super cool, but that's all you're going to get. And if you're trying to be a professional photographer, that's not going to work. If you're going on vacation or you're just a avid vacationer or traveler, that might be okay, but I think you're going to find that you're going to feel like you're chained up and you can't do what you truly want to do. Okay, so now the next camera up the totem pole is going to be the bridge camera, okay? Now a bridge camera is exactly what it sounds like. It's a bridge camera. Um, and this is kind of bridging the gap between a professional photographer and an amateur okay these are these can be good for sports these can be good for a lot of things simply um, what I like about them is the lens okay so I like this about bridge cameras but it's kind of their fatal flaw because they have really long exposures and they can the zooms are usually amazing which if you if you use the DSLR or even if you use some film cameras like you know, switching lenses can sometimes be inconvenient, right? But I think that being able to switch lenses, once again, having the choice to do so and having those infinite possibilities is what puts this camera kind of second back, okay? Now, the next lineup before DSLRs, which are the traditional professional f photography f photo equipment, um, is the mirrorless cameras. Now these have been a huge advance. They're cutting edge um, and they they have the lens capability of a DSLR, right? Um, the sensor, they have full figured sensors and we're gonna get into that later on in the course. Um, but the downside is they're kind of expensive. Like you're probably gonna pay more for a baseline mirrorless as a baseline DSLR. Um, now, it comes down to choice, man. I've had this choice recently. I've chose to stay with DSLR and purchase a cinema camera because really a mirrorless and a DSLR are just too close when it comes to my liking. Um, and I have spent a lot of time and effort into mastering my DSLR. Um, so that's what I do. So DSLRs, I've been hyping them up, but the truth of the matter is they can be bulky and they can be heavy you know it stands for digital single lens reflex isn't that crazy I was amazed at how long I went without knowing that that's what DSLR meant it's crazy now this is gonna be the highest quality image that you can produce period nothing else um, there's tons of lenses, as you know, because you can take lenses that are old and bring them up. And on a side note, lenses are extremely well held as a financial gain. So when you purchase a very expensive lens, it's going to hold its value. And when it comes time to trade or get rid of it, it's going to sell the same or more, honestly, if it's a good lens. Um, and so that's a good thing to think about, you know, and that's what puts the mirrorless and the DSLRs in just a whole nother realm of camera. Um, now, when you, it, it's important that you know these 
these base things, okay? When you go look at a camera, okay? If you're if you're trying to get into this, if you haven't purchased your camera yet, um, go to the store, just look at them, put them in your hand, feel them, because like the bulky and heaviness of a DSLR is something that I like. I don't like light cameras. I like heavy cameras. Um, just the way I feel about it, you know. Um, I'm I like to be really kind of rough with things and. Um, real quick with them and if I feel like they're too delicate it's just I can't really get into it you know and that's just me and so I love my DSLRs you know I'm shooting on a, a Canon right now on a Canon uh, T6i I've had the 7i um, I've had Nikon's uh, like I said Nikon is responsible for a lot of my photography knowledge um, and like I said, I'm getting into a more cin cinema camera type stuff now. Um, good time to answer that. Um, after each course, I will be going out and practicing some of the things that um, we talked about. And I'll be including that um, for $5. That's it. And you can come along with me on that photo session. Um, and you can have those photos for yourself, you know. Um, and they come with full explanation of what I was thinking, what I was doing, um, you know, what I was looking at, my frame of reference, um, different types of stuff. A lot of it we won't get into until later on, because like I said, this is just the introduction. Um, but it's a tr like, terrific aspect that n I haven't seen any other teachers really give, is just the ability to come on a photo shoot with me. You know, just come with me. Check it out. Be a fly on the wall for what it's worth, right? So, <clears throat> you're going to have to find your field of reference, okay? This is something that I battle with to this day um, just because I like so many different things in photography and I like to do so many different things. But I think you'll find in being an entrepreneur and being professional at all, like you have to find a niche. You have to find a vein of people that want one service to slide yours into, okay? Um, so these are gonna be things like landscape, blah, 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 like that. So let's go over a couple of these field of work and I'll tell you about my experiences in them and some things that you might need to have, okay? So landscapes, these are the most popular, obviously. I love landscapes. I think primarily I'm a landscape photographer. That cityscape, um, because for me, I could do it on my own. This is such an impactful art form to me that like, I do feel like I'm drawing or painting or something like that. And I don't like to just subscribe anybody to that. And so for a long time, I wanted to hone my skills and, and make those mistakes and know that nobody had to see the results to them. And that was extremely valuable in my developmental process. And I believe that that is why landscape photography is so important because people can do that with the little recall of um, having to show all of it to the world. You know, I've taken millions of photos, it feels like, you know, and um, I only release a very few. So uh, know that, that that's how photography goes, man. You're going to take a trillion pictures, but don't just throw everything out there. Okay. So, it's easy to get into, it's hard to get good at, okay? Um, I find having a better inner connection with nature is something that helps me greatly in my photography, okay? Light is going to be best at 
golden hour, which comes twice a day. That's going to be dawn and sunset. It's just the quality of light produced by the atmosphere just makes everything dope. If you look at my if you look at my portfolio, all of my early work is pretty much at golden hour, um, just because I needed the help of the earth. I needed the help of nature to 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 push me. I was like, dude, help me. I suck. And they were like, blam, work. And I did it. <laughs> so here's something that helped me pivotably. And that's like when you're focusing on a landscaping photo, you want to focus a third on something a third of the way into the picture, into your frame. Okay. So like if you're looking at me, a third a third of the way into the frame. And for those of you on the podcast, there is a wine glass that is about two and a half feet away from me and about one foot away from the camera, okay? Um, so then another form field of uh, reference is going to be portraits. Portraits is going to be the, the main mon monetizing way to, to monetize your photography. <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's a great way, but you got to be an extrovert. This is something where the way that you can interact with people, that's why I really like this too, is because you have to, you need to coach them through it. Remember to move around. Don't just stand in one place and shoot straight on. Okay. Move around your subject, move towards back up from your subject. Okay. Let them see the pictures if they want, or if it's not working, sometimes I won't let a model see the pictures. Um, I have a lot of uh, females that I work with that, uh, that are my friends, that are models, and um, I find that to push them into a true form of expression always works out better. And if being caught up on each picture and what it looks like is an issue, then I just won't let them see any of the pictures until it's all done. You know, you're the photography, you're, you're the photographer, you're in control of the shoot, okay? And so if people are going to put the results of the shoot on you, then you should do your best to constitute every variable, variable down to the light or sound in that shoot, okay? Um, for portrait photography, one thing, eyes. Oh, sorry. You got to remember that your eyes are the windows to your soul. People don't say this for no reason. Okay, your eyes are what connects people with you. Okay, um, and always focus on the eyes. Okay, people can tell a story um, about everything who they are. Portrait portrait photography really reveals character, and that's why it's important to take it seriously and really go all out. Okay, um, another type of field that you could be in in photography would be sports. Okay, sports photography is super fast paced. It's super difficult. Okay, and it's been kind of extorted by the GoPro. Um, the GoPro has done such amazing things for the photography and film industry and I love them. Um, I, I use action cams from time to time, um, but sometimes it feels like a cheap shot. However, the shots that have been provoked from the GoPro have created a lot of creativity, like I've been saying, in the photography industry, um, some of that I've been blessed with myself. Okay, so here the knowledge of shutter speed is going to be absolutely imperative. Okay, you're going to want to know what happens when your shutter speed is super fast or 
super slow. And what's better to catch a snowboarder going through the air or to get a fucking race car or Randy Moss mossing it in the end zone, okay? Um, you're going to need to know about having, you know, your setup right on your camera because where all encourage manual um, experimentation uh, everywhere elsewhere. Sport photography is the one where I'll say, put it on auto, okay? Put your shots on continuous and go have fun, right? Because you're going to need to know where the continuous shot is just literally and every single time that your shutter opens and closes, okay, you got yourself a what? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So, um, knowledge of shutter speed is going to be imperative. Um, there's a sports mode on your camera, which don't knock it till you try it. If your sports mode on your camera is shitty, you probably have a shitty camera. Just look into that. Um, my sports mode is great. I use it for just that. Okay, though my continuous and amping a shutter speed up is only is really just for some artistic type stuff, which we'll also get into in the future. So um, here you're gonna want to know like sports photography. Okay, so what you don't you don't know the owner of the Denver Broncos, you don't know the owner of the New York Giants or wherever you're from. Um, okay, start locally. Okay, now the one thing about this is make sure that you have permission when you do it. Um, don't go take a bunch of pictures of a bunch of little kids without having permission first, okay? This is America, it's 2020. Be smarter than that. So, the next one I want to talk about is wildlife photography. Wildlife photography is awesome. It's the opposite of sports photography in the sense of that it could take forever. And patience is going to be like shutter speed was in sporting photography. The most imperative, most important thing. Okay, um, like you've seen the Planet Earth films, you've seen all this stuff on uh, BBC, and they'll wait weeks for these shots. Weeks. Studying the light, the exposure, the shutter speed. Weeks for one shot. Okay, I'm going to go back. Yeah, so think about that before you get into wildlife photography. It's a good on-the-go thing. I got a super sick video of a deer the other day because I was just out in nature filming. Saw it. <laughs> got it. Um, so that's where I kind of I kind of spread away from the locking down to one niche. Because if you're a photographer, you're a photographer. If you're an artist, you're an artist, okay? Um, I do art as well, and I paint. I draw, you know, I do a lot of things. Um, I don't just tie myself down because it's expression. And I don't express myself in one way all the time. So, there's other types. Um, fashion photography is just one really important one I left out because my first gigs were fashion photography. Um, I've had uh, an in in the fashion industry for quite some time and I decided to use that. Be it's important to use what you've got around you and what you can't. Don't branch out to the hardest, farthest thing before you're ready, you know? If you can get, if you know a bunch of models like I did, and you can get them to let you take pictures of them because they need portfolios and you need portfolios, go have a good time, take some pictures, and learn. Guarantee it'll be worth it, okay? I'm going to leave you guys with a couple of tips, and we'll talk about what's going on next time, 
okay? So the first one, a tripod, okay? Now, people will tell you, get the most expensive tripod that you can afford. Meh. If that's what you feel you need to do, I'm going to tell you what I did. I couldn't afford a tripod, okay? I saved up. I got one for about $18. Um, oh, man, I really wish it was around right now. Um, it's currently super taped up with different types of tape and different stuff, and it still works. I still use it. I used it last night. Um, as long as as long as it holds your camera and supports the weight of your camera, okay, and you're comfortable with the moving operations that need to be done, and it can do what you need it to do, you're good, okay. Let me tell you a story. I bought a, a $200 monopod from a specialty store, okay. It had my brand new T7i on it. I was on a shoot, first day of the shoot. The quick plate, okay, that's double reinforced, gives. Okay, I can't explain it, couldn't explain it to this day. I know I locked the shot off because, hey, I wasn't even shooting the shots. One of my grips was. But I don't let my grips focus, pull focus, or lock shots. So I personally know that I locked the monopod. Anyways, um, with that, the owner of the, okay, so T7i slides off the back. Um, lens breaks. Well, the connection between the two breaks. We'll get into that in the future too. Um, but the monopod owner not only didn't pay for, didn't let me return the monopod, he took the monopod back, made up a story about me owing him money for something that I never purchased. Um, and I guess he won that battle. Hmm. But I won the war because I went to Target and <laughs> I got a Mercury tripod for a fourth of the cost that has done the exact same thing except not dropped my camera which Inglewood camera was awesome to replace for me thank you guys I want to endorse Inglewood camera right now okay Inglewood camera it's in Inglewood Colorado that's where you want to go if you're in Denver if you're in Denver and you want honest feedback and honest customer service when it comes to purchasing a new or used camera Inglewood camera that's the one so my next tip is gonna be take pictures dude take your camera with you everywhere I don't care okay I still feel weird like I go in the store everywhere I go I got my camera people look at me weird all the time okay you'll see people act really different when you have a camera with you but take pictures and experiment with your manual focus you know why not so what? You take 700 blurry ass out of focus pictures. And then you take 20 million showstoppers. Sounds like a perfect trade-off to me. Okay? So again, um, as you can tell, these slides that we have that have been provided for me by the Shaw Academy have been really helpful throughout the whole production. And if you enjoyed them, you can go to RBC 303, check out the tab, this is Phoenix Photo. Go ahead, put in your email there, and I'm gonna give you all of these slides and all of these resources for free. Can you hear them trains? Trains are cool. Um, next time, we're gonna get more into the technical aspect. We're gonna start talking about um, your aperture, we're gonna start talking about shutter speed, we're gonna talk about light values, field of depth, we're gonna get technical, y'all. Okay? So, 
your homework between now and then, or your mission if you should choose to accept it, is to take some pictures, man. Get off that autofocus and find a field of reference that you might consider settling down into. Or find a way that you can approach a couple of them equally. If you're more interested in film or think you might be interested in film, I also teach a film course. Yes! So you can check that out too. Um, the link is below. I'm sure it's going to pop up any second here. And uh, yeah, guys, I'm just an average dude, man. I'm just like you. I'm out here trying to make money off photography. But even if you're not, even if you're a hobbyist, okay, aren't you trying to produce the best art you can? Well, I got you. And if you are doing it professionally, you're going to need the certifications. You're going to need the validation when approaching these businesses. And I can help you out with that, too. So I'm Kai Phoenix. Thank you for starting this journey with me. And I hope you come along. Um, love yourself. Love your family. And while you're at it, love everybody. I'm out.